Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode will watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends. Uh, it's it's Ryan and Tara, and we're back. Hey there. We're 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 checking in a little bit during our break. Um, we just couldn't stay away. We could not. Uh, mostly because today we are doing a mini tale, and it's on the the the, the, the ch ch which is going to be stuck in our heads for a <laughs> while. A, a show that I'll be honest. I, I watched this one kind of the least of a lot of them. I, I was more of a I Darkwing Duck I was thinking Duck that guy. as well. I, I watched a good amount of it, but it's not one that stuck with me as much as some of the others. Which is, is funny because I feel like at the end of this movie, there's this isn't a spoiler, but like it's the, the shot of Darkwing Duck going, boo, we want, and like trying to get everyone it's to be a like, bunch we of want Dark, Darkwing, <laughs> which is, I again, more of a Darkwing Duck guy. But yes, we're doing the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie that just came out on Disney+. Plus. Um, you may be wondering why we're not doing the Iron Giant. We'll get to at the end of this episode, kind of, uh, what is going on. We're going to be taking a little bit of a longer break, uh, because we just love the summer and we just, and I think that's how this, this it's good to have a summer break. It's get outdoors, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we want to come back and do this because a lot of people I've been seeing online have, have seen this mm -hmm. and have enjoyed it. Um, oh, breaking news listeners i watched tangled while we were traveling and i i loved it okay i cannot wait till we do a full episode on it that's all coming soon but so right now we're i'm usually the scatterbrain one i i've been wanting to tell someone that i watched tangled i almost posted it on the facebook page let's quick break from chip and dale so we uh went on a plane flight the first one in like two and in a, a half long years time. and i was i was reading a book mm -hmm. a book that is not at all appropriate to talk about on this podcast. no but i had but, downloaded a bunch of um disney stuff that we hadn't seen yet uh luca was in there and um turning red and tangled but i i specifically we've talked about how we wanted to watch tangled before we did the full episode and then you had decided that you thought at least one of us should watch yes it. i and really so wanted to read my I book did. now i want to tell a little bit of my perspective because <laughs> she was sitting you know we were on a southwest flight and we lucked out and having a seat between us yeah but we i yeah. could hear her i'm sitting there reading my a very bleak uh horror book and i just all of a sudden just hear her start laughing Through, with two masks on so it over, was, uh, under, yeah it was a pretty loud eyes. laugh and an, and a, you know a jet engine plane noise and just uh, guffawing multiple times not not chuckling the not movie's cackling great. movie's very guffawing. funny movie is very funny and then at, at the end you were crying like, so to me i feel like i kind of i didn't watch the movie i have no idea what happens in tangled but i have an idea of like the emotional the, the, the emotional ups and downs yes. of the movie <laughs> um she loved it yes it cannot was, it was wait obvious i'm excited that one of us has seen it i'm glad mm. that you liked it because everybody's i loved us, it I, so i'm I, confident i will like it i'm hesitant but i think it's in my top five 
excuse me, I was taking a drink of water and I almost spit take took it everywhere. Of of Disney movies? I think so. Okay. So this is a Chippendale Rescue Rangers <laughs> uh, episode and we have to get back we'll on this. We'll go back to Tangled, we'll back to Tangled. Uh, in a future future yeah, and episode. in the Tangled episode. What did you think about this? Because let's let's set the scene for this. You said and sometimes when I'm trying to get us to watch a movie for the podcast, I can get a feeling from you when you're kind of like I wasn't into the trailer. Like yeah, everybody like, was so excited for this trailer. It looked fun, but I was a little weirded out that Dale was CG. CG and, and Chip, Chip wasn't. wasn't. And Which, I thought that was weird. What I will say is it doesn't feel weird in the movie as much as it did in the trailer because they don't make like just this thing is CG and just this thing is real and just this thing is anime, like more traditional animation. It's all across the board. It's and I all think different that types makes, of animation. That makes the world more immersive, I think. It's it's interesting. It's funny that you say it makes the world more, more immersive, but it also makes it more like weirdly scattered and, and odd yeah, but, but in I a way that it, I think is, is fun in a way that it doesn't make it feel weird that one character who's of the same um family right because they're two chipmunks yeah. is is looks very different from the other one right, right. it doesn't look as weird but, but I, I will say came I, out of it loving it yes you were hesitant, hesitant to get into it and pretty soon you were you were laughing i We'll say I liked this movie a lot, and there was a lot to like about it. it. But it was one of those movies where I thought it was more clever in spots than it was funny. There were parts where I definitely there were parts that were funny, but I thought it but was very well written. Yeah, there was a lot of parts where I went, "Ooh, that's really funny!" Like yeah. there was a, like that kind of funny. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's really funny," but not like gut laughing. There were parts I gut laughed. I'll get to one specifically in a, in a minute. Yeah, um, I do think that Chip and the rest of the Rescue Rangers and a lot of the uh, hand quote unquote animated mm-hmm. characters. I think they were CG with a with a filter, like not a filter, a a uh, the, the, their they they were meant to look mm. hand drawn. And and Carly can get back at me and let me know, yeah, <clears throat> whether that's accurate. I no, definitely I, think just straight out the gate, it's worth watching. Oh, it's delightful, it, especially if you have Disney Plus. It's like a no brainer. You right. should watch it, and if you have that nostalgia for like the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of it in there. I if will s- you watch Disney Afternoon, you should watch this movie because it is clearly aimed at that generation. Yeah, and it's there chock are full of references. References, but it's not just references. There's a lot of like original characters that. They don't even ape a specific person. They ape a specific like animation style. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Seth Rogen has a character that's coming out of that. Oh like, gosh, I laughed so much at <laughs> when that he wasn't whole looking, bit. Yeah, he's like, "Who are you looking at? I'm looking right at you." Out of like, the early 2000s, you love yeah. Seth Rogen. Though. I like, do love it, Seth Rogen, but I that bit was very funny. But it was also funny because they modeled his character to clearly look like him. Yes. Yeah, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I don't think any yeah. other character looked like that. Looked like that. And there yeah. is a bit later where they're at like a convention, so there's just references galore. Mm-hmm. And like he falls down and like Seth Rogan's three other Yes, yeah, so it's voice. his three other um his animal it's characters. Po- it's Pumbaa from Lion King, uh Master Praying Mantis, I think, from Kung Fu Panda. Great movie, we'll do Kung Fu Panda one day. I've never seen it. I love. You remember the story behind yeah, it? It was me yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. out of watching Chicken Little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's called Monsters vs. Aliens, which is one I've always wanted to see because it, it he plays Bob the Blob, and mm. it's because it's, um, fifty sci-fi character. Like it's Reese Witherspoon is like the amazing fifty-foot woman, 
and Will Arnett is like the creature from the Black Lagoon, and Seth Rogen is the blob, and then mm. uh, Hugh Laurie is like this roach monster. Yeah. And they bring like aliens attack and they go, well, we have to get these monsters who we've been studying to do it. Anyway, it's one thing I've always kind of wanted to see. Just yeah. It seems right. I, you know, how I like that 50s mm-hmm. sci-fi stuff. Um, so they all show up and they all go. They yeah, all it was really great. And I love that there's like two big moments for his laugh, like one earlier in it where like they just showcase his laugh and then all those characters like laugh at one another, which is great. Uh, that was a fun bit. There's, but there's a lot of in jokes like that that are very meta. A pretty major, pretty major minor character in this is Ugly Sonic. Yes, who is the the original version of Sonic the Hedgehog? They put out in the trailer, and everyone went, "What everyone is that?" Everyone freaked out, and then, and then they, they went they ahead and redid everything. it. And I will say, his teeth are weird, but <laughs> they, they also they them, yeah. they like don't shy away from it. He makes a joke where he's like, he bites his tongue. He's like, oh God, I bit my tongue. Yeah. You stupid teeth. <laughs> but no, th- this movie is great. I We want to talk about a lot of the cameos we saw. Well, I want to talk about the bad guy, but that's spoiler territory. So we're going to so. be very general and then we'll be like, oh, if you enjoyed it, stop here. If you're enjoying this, go watch it. Yeah. And then we'll have a, we'll do what we usually do. What I will break. say is I, when the movie started and it opened with the castle and the castle was a mashup, it was like Aladdin's castle, it was Frozen castle, and it was two other castles that I didn't catch. I don't know if you caught them, which castles it was. Well, they were lasered, which is part of the... Yeah, it's part of the plot the, the of plot, the movie. Which but, you don't really get at the beginning. Yeah, and I don't know that we need to go into that because I think you should watch it, but I thought it was a cool tie-in because it was exciting to be like, oh my gosh, that's those castles... Or those palaces, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think we can go into the bootlegging process and not really spoil anything. But we'll yeah. get to that in a little bit. But it is cool. Like at first, and Tara, you know, Tara's always looking for little references, and you're always looking for changes to the castle. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was like you're watching, and almost like pew, 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 it was pew. really fun. I liked that a lot. There, there is a part where they play the like Disney music and have fireworks, and I and it's. That's a part I simultaneously laughed out loud at yeah. and said, this is stupid. Like, yeah. When I say that, I say something like things are so dumb, but they're really good. Like mm-hmm. this was one of them. One thing we have to talk about is Pogs versus Slammers <laughs> before we get into spoiler territory. Okay. There's, so let's let's go into the, the general idea is Chip and Dale broke up after Rescue Rangers for for different reasons. They go into like each of their insecurities and, and stuff, and it's kind of where they are now. Dale is still going to conventions, still getting autographs, and trying to get like the reboot going. Whereas Chip has moved on. He works in insurance and is apparently very good at it. Yeah, but Dale has and all this memorabilia. So he has all this memorabilia, except he has the, the Pog collection, except for one piece. He's the missing Slammer, one piece, and it's. Chip has kept it, and it's become it becomes this thing where it's like you kept it, you care, and that's sort of yeah. Thing. So our argument became because why would we pay attention to this movie when we could <laughs> argue about Pog? Um, no, uh, I said, oh yeah, he's got the last Pog, and Tara said he doesn't have a Pog; he has the Slammer. It drove me nuts that they never called it a Slammer; they called it a Pog. It's not a Pog; it's a Slammer. The Pogs are the cardboard pieces and the slammer are the metal pieces we've, we've lost what little audience we have with this oh oh she's Google. pulling out the phone <laughs> people also ask what is the difference between pogs and slammers pogs are cardboard discs about the size of a u.s half dollar they're usually blank on one side with some kind of design on the other side slammers are, a type are of metal pog. discs that are somewhat larger than the pogs themselves 
if they were pogs, they wouldn't have to compare them to you're pogs. Yelling, you're yelling and you're peeking. I can hear you. If they were pogs, they wouldn't have to compare <laughs> them to pogs. They are um, different. As someone who made a lot of pogs, made pogs, you Tara could not had make a, pog a slammer. I used to go to Michael's near us, and you could buy a ridiculous amount of pog for like a dollar. Well, yes, but making pogs was fun because we made like Lion King ones and Disney ones because you well, could make them out of like pictures you had. Here's the problem: is I flooded the Carpenter Middle School pog market by buying these ones that were all like just generic pictures mm. and then I would literally play for Pog because the whole point was you would do the slammer and then the idea was you kept what you won. Yeah. And I would do that and people would give you your Pog, uh, give me that back and i go, no, that's how the game is played. And so mm. I had the biggest Pog collection because people would be like, oh, well, we usually give it back. I'm like, no, this is how you play it. I don't know why I was a mean Pog bully. Apparently so. I don't know why. It but just, it just bothered me that the rules were like, like that it bothered was you that nobody was playing by the rules. Maybe, but it was also like I was outsmarting them by going like, I don't care if I lose my pog because they're cheap. But a slammer is not a pog. You never lose End your slammer. End of story. All right. <laughs> so this feels like you're saying a designated hip hitter is not a baseball player. But anyway. I don't think that's um, the same It's the same thing. thing. Okay. So yes, there's a pog story in this. There's a lot of references that aren't just flat out cartoon references or disney references it's just kind of like 90 like like simpsons chip. there's simpsons well, in no, there no, i mean like chip has a knight rider oh a knight rider thing. lunchbox there's, yeah they, they, but that's more they, 80s than that is yeah. 90s but yeah but that's what i'm saying it's not cartoon it's not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just a reference to just like fun pop culture yeah and there's stuff that happens in here there's like rick and morty references and there's things where i'm like these aren't disney they'd have to actually well in vin diesel there's at one point at the end i think there's a certain amount of like common license of just having him in there as parody interesting because it's just a picture of him yeah yeah it's like a poster spoiler uh in the credits apparently the rescue rangers like join the fast and furious yeah which i think is great And there's Um, a lot of stuff like that that's not Disney, but like they seem to be able to get away with it or they, you know, like I don't think Kung Fu Panda is Disney. They had to ask some of these people for that. It's, it's just funny that, you know, you look back at Roger Rabbit, which is, this is clearly owes a lot to Roger Rabbit. Yes. And there's a couple of Roger Rabbit references in it, but they had to go to some people and get licensing like they did mm-hmm. with the looney tunes characters yeah. but the only characters who aren't in here except for that one thing where there's a there's a foghorn leghorn chicken nugget yeah box, there's a tv dinner that TV i dinner spotted in, in chip's, uh, chip's freezer. freezer um the the warner brothers characters aren't in here yeah oh, that's because they're off doing space jam a new legacy mm. which is another like how much pop culture can we jam into one movie yeah um like currently yeah they're yeah, doing it? No, the new one that that came out on Disney. Oh, that the one came with out. Yeah, it already came out. Yeah, okay, yeah, I thought so, you meant there was another one that was coming out. Yeah. I would like to like dive into like all the kind of cameos and stuff because I don't really want to go too much more into the plot. I think we've presented... Well, I, I will say one more thing about the plot. They get back together because there's a mystery going on with Monterey Jack. One of my... Monty. One of... One, I, so I like the show because I like Monterey Jack and Gadget. By the way... Uh, get on to our Facebook page. At this point, it will have already started for the Disney daddies who can get it <laughs> bracket, but now Goofy going the other way, it. Gadget can get it. Yes. Gadget can get it, and and 
Chip's mom, who is who shows up <laughs> yeah. for a second. She has like emerald green she eyes. Gorgeous eyes. Yeah. We're weird. So anyway, um, <laughs> but Monterey Jack gets in some trouble and he has to call his friends together to do this. I will say I was a little disappointed. It's a Rescue Rangers movie, but this is really a Chippendale movie. It is, yeah. It's a Chippendale movie, and then the rest of the Rescue Rangers are kind of the side characters. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that at one point we get them all together. They're all yes, together I mean, spoiler at the end. Alert, yeah. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But so if, if any of this sounds appealing to you, if you're, you know, a, a Disney afternoon kid, a Pog fan, a Pog <laughs> fan, you know what? I'm going to say that. If you're a Pog fan, I guarantee you should watch this movie. Yeah, because that's that that's that era. But check it out; it's it's really good on Disney Plus. We both really enjoyed it. And again, Tara watched the trailer and was like, "I don't know about this." So if you had anything going like, "Oh, I think I'll like this trailer," I'm pretty sure you'll like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, go ahead and get at us after you watch it, and we'll say this again at the end. Get at us for any cameos we don't mention. Um, f- oh, yeah. You when, after you listen to this again, or if something you wanted to say about it. Um, Oh gosh. Uh call us, let us know what you think. Uh seven is it seven eight seven seven oh seven oh seven, I think. Seven oh seven Yo T R P D one. Um if things go well, there might be a caller at the end of this episode. We'll insert Fingers it. Fingers crossed. Yes. No, I, I, I asked someone. I know specific. you did. I know. Oh, I'm yeah. on the message. Oh, you are. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Um so yeah. Uh so yeah. Now we are going to talk a little more spoiler territory. I don't think we're going to spoil the movie, but I think we're going to spoil a few characters who are in it as well. As and one the of the cameos. characters we're going to spoil is the bad guy. I did not know who the villain was. So if you don't know who the villain is, it is worth stopping it here yeah. so you can go and watch it because if, it is a very, dare I say, pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into it a sec. Let's go a yeah. little bit further with the plot. Monterey Jack is in deep with the Valley Gang because of his cheese addiction. Yes, and we find out that they're located in the Uncanny Valley, which you yes. said. It's basically the closer you get to stuff to to um, CG copying animation, the, the, the more... The more uncanny real it gets, the more looks. like uncomfortable yeah. it yeah, is. Yeah, it does. Yeah, which is like Seth with his so eyes. So that's Seth Rogen. That, it's talking about like the Polar Express and Beowulf was another one that I think that's kind of where... Uh, his character comes from, but it's all the characters who look close to it. But I will say before that, they they go to the cheesemonger to f- help Mo- Mon- Monterey Jack, who's been kidnapped. So they talk about when they get kidnapped that these pe- these characters get bootlegged, which is so, where they get changed to look different so they can put them in bootleg versions of movies. Yes, and, and towards the beginning, Chip is watching the news and we see Flounder has been missing for like two months on the news and both of us were like, oh, <gasps> What happened, what happened to, Flounder? to Flounder? And then you find out Flounder yeah. is one of these many tunes who have been kidnapped and eventually bootlegged. Did they say what he was in? What because he was in for kelp, I think. Oh yeah, no, it's it krill. wasn't krill. His, krill. He, he owed money for krill. It's always yeah. food, mm-hmm. but like, um, yeah, they make him look weird, and then they 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 don't quite they they get away with the licensing stuff. So that was that was funny. So. He gets taken away. They go looking for the cheese. And this is the funniest part in the movie to me. I had to rewind it. It's The idea is they're walking down Main Street and everyone's like really nice. They're like, shoe shine. Who needs a shoe shine? Who needs popsicle? You know, things like that. And it's all like, and that guy talk- runs a- Yeah, Dale's talking about like what, they re- what yeah, the racket really is. That guy runs a Muppet fight uh, something and that person does this. But they go to the cheesemonger and they're he's like, oh, I love to, I love to sell cheese. And it's- Keegan Michael Key, and he's like, oh, I love to sell cheese, cheese curds, cheese curds. He sings this dumb song, yeah. And he goes, so you got any really stinky cheese? And it's this like 
imposing close up of this. It's a Muppet character. Yes. And a Swedish sh- chef. Just a chef like, looking yes, guy. Yes, but yeah. he feels like he's a cousin of the Swedish yes. chef. Yes. And, and his eyebrows like go down into it's a real so and He goes, good. You guys, cops. And it's the funniest line it's really in the good. whole movie, especially like how his things go down. He takes him to Sweet Pete, who is the. The boss of the Uncanny Valley. Oh, are we going into the bad guy? Oh, I thought yeah, we were doing right. cameos first. Well, I think we should go into the bad guy because the bad guy is one of the big cameos, but I think this is... Yeah, okay, that's fine. So it's Peter Pan. It's so good because he's so gross. Peter Pan voiced by Will Arnett, like Which is perfect. aged up. With like a five a, o'clock shadow. A gut and the grossest ponytail. Ponytail that you forget is there. You don't and see then it when he looks straight at the yeah. camera, but when he turns around, oh, we both man. He's got like a gold chain. He's got like yes. Oh, it's so good. And they he's like, really, you guys mind if I walk and talk? And he's like on a. He's like, got a gut. He's so. It's great. But it's good to see that Disney is kind of realizing the problematic nature of this character and making fun of it. Yeah, because I, it's a Disney movie, so they, you know, like we were talking about how well written it was, and just because they wrote that character didn't mean Disney had to green light it. I mean, I think in Disney stuff they're pointing out that like Peter Pan is kind of the weird bad guy. Like in Once Upon yeah. a Time, Peter Pan is the villain of one season. But that's and not Hook Disney. Is, yes. It's right. Oh, Once it, Upon a Time is Disney? Yeah, because they're using the Disney characters. It's like oh, Elsa. I didn't know it's that. using their version of, Interesting. of, of okay. characters. They start off kind of making it feel a little like royalty free, but then they're like, then they go uh, into Cruella DeVille is in got it, it, and got this it, got character. Got it. Um, but yeah, so hit, making him a bad guy I thought was really fun and making him kind of this slimy, like, it's really crime great, character. like this, yes, CD kind of shady character. Uh, but can there- I talk about one more character before we go into the cameos? That's yeah. original, uh, Captain Putty. Oh my gosh, he's by great. J.K. Simmons, uh, who is also a, is a perfect voice cast, a, a Gumby claymation, so good character. And like, he he gets stuff stuck in his back. And it, yes, and he never knows that it's <laughs> and there. He's always like, what's in my back? Like one the, time it's the like a- gum is the best part because he's <laughs> he like, oh, now like, that's there forever. That's just part of me now. <laughs> um, he's really funny and he's got yeah. a mustache and, he, and it's fun and to he's watch. grumpy. It's fun to watch him animated because again, there's all this little stuff I think they do where like certain guys are animated at different frame rates. Mm-hmm. You know, so they look different. It gives them a, a different feel. Well, and his partner is a human. So it's yes. kind of fun, too. The, well, I don't know if she's his partner, but she works for him. Yes. And they're at Monterey Jack's. Ellie. Uh, yes. They're at Monterey Jack's apartment. And she just like walks up to the window because like there's a lot of size different stuff. Mm-hmm. Dale has a normal human size car because he thinks they're better and it's like falling apart. Yeah. Um, but anyway, now we want to go into the part where there are you, I mean, I almost want to watch this movie again and just not look at the main. Yes. Yes. I on. think, I think that's definitely worth it. So I'm going to just start listing stuff. Another thing we got really excited about. So we didn't talk about this, but we see Dale and Chip from how they meet when they were younger. And I love that story. Mm-hmm. But the song that's playing as they're becoming friends it is sounds Jack, like Black. Jack Black. I yeah. think it is Jack Black. Friendship is rare. I think it, is the name of the song. It's weird to hear a Jack Black song and have it not be like, I should focus on the lyrics of this Jack Black song. Because it's just like, friendship is rare. I think, and blah, I, blah, blah. I think it's a song that. Give you it, think it's a Tenacious D song? I th- I think it's one I've heard. So can I? I'm gonna just just for a okay. minute. I want to see the year it came out. It sounded so familiar, like I knew some of the lyrics. Yeah, it's a Tenacious D song called Friendship. Yeah, yeah, I thought I knew the lyrics to it, so I kind of think that's fun that they use that song. 
It's but it's just weird to me to not focus on a Jack Black song yeah, in a movie. Yeah, because usually it feels he's like been it's in like, it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that's our first cameo. I yeah. Guess. Uh, also, Full House. They talk about a bit part where they're in like the background of a Full House episode. Right. Uh, their own TV show. I wrote as cameo because uh, they show that early on, and then they cut to like a rap party, right? So yes. that's where DJ. Yes, Paul Abdul and the cat. Oh, I loved that. Roger cool Rabbit. Cat? I can't remember. DJ Cool Cat. DJ Cool Cat, I think. Roger Rabbit's in there. Three, Three little, little pigs. pigs. Blue. Good memory. Uh, Baloo and Lumiere and Ugly They're Sonic the, the Hedgehog. They're so at the con. Baloo is the Jungle Book the version live of action. Baloo. The live action. And they talk about... I think that's what inspires Dale to get the CGI surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's there. Lumiere is there, and the guy who's doing Lumiere's voice is doing a great job. But I it's, was, not it's not Jerry Orbach. There's Ty. There's Ugly Sonic. There's Tigra, who I mm-hmm. believe I don't think her show ever came out on Hulu. She was supposed to have a show. I think Hit Monkey came out. It was like this weird version when they would do MCU in Marvel shows, but not have them connect to the MCU on Hulu, mm-hmm. and then they kind of erased a bunch of those. Which is I don't know. I don't think I've seen them, but um. I, so it's interesting to have a, sh- uh, a character that like never came out on a show. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun that there's like the, those kind of deep cuts. Mm-hmm. The other thing we didn't talk about, you know, Roger Rabbit dip is like the scary thing for tunes. In this, they erase their mouths. They yeah, they just they erase their mouths so, so they don't yell. Yeah, which is so sad. And I, then they just go away into the black market studio. Now, unlike Roger Rabbit, there's not a scene like with the shoe where it's like yes. Flounder isn't the shoe. Yeah. It happens to Flounder, but then spoiler alert, at the end they reveal they can reverse the process. Yeah. So it's not quite as but bad, but I that's will kind say of the equivalent. The characters they show at the end, which we'll get to, yeah. that are like the, the bootlegged versions. Mm-hmm. There's Jiminy Cricket who looks like they just erased his face and drew like a smiley yeah, face. It's really <laughs> good. It really made me laugh. Uh, the ones at the end, uh, well, we can jump yeah. over to that because I've got that list in a separate spot. The turtle from Robin Hood is like beefed, beefed up. Beefed up. We, you saw Bambi, but I don't know what Bambi like, looks Bambi, like. It was blue and had a unicorn horn. Okay. Then there's Jiminy Cricket. There was bonkers. a Care Bear. There was Bonkers from Bonkers. Yeah. And the then. The Disney Afternoon Show. And then I have things which, that were in the credits was one of the gummy bears. Which did you know? And we'll go into this when we do Bonkers. But Bonkers was supposed to be a Roger Rabbit show. Like, oh, interesting. Because it talks about Two Town. He's a cop and mm. like all this stuff. So. Yeah. There's a gummy bear at the end. I can't remember his yes. name. Uh, Gr- bad Happy, guy Crampy. from Chipping Dale. There's yeah that one's at the end and then Darkwing Duck which we said but then to go back like throughout the film uh, the donut cops from Wreck It Ralph making appearance they're cops and then there's a shot of other cops that I didn't recognize but they shot them in the same way they did the, the Wreck It Ralph donut cops so I think they were from they something. were something yeah they looked like mushroom guys uh, but they didn't look like Mario yeah little the dog from Little Mermaid Eric's dog makes an yes. appearance uh, there's a lot of cartoons that you feel like. I feel like I know this cartoon. Yeah, I recognize but, it, but I can't yeah. pinpoint it. Uh, a Rapunzel Barbie doll makes an yes. appearance. His legitimate business is he he melts down unwanted merchandise from cartoons, like Shrek body wash, and turns them into like porta potties, which is great. And what was the joke? It's, it's he turns toys into toilets. Toilets, yes, really good. Um, there's uh, a sign in the background that's at one point that says vote for senator butthead and it's yes butthead from yeah Beavis and i butthead, have that which i was like that's insane yeah mcgruff 
McGruff is in the, the is, is a cop. Garfield and Sneezy. We get to see them kind of, we see the sketches of yes, what they, of turned, what they into. Get turned into. Scrooge McDuck. There's a whole scene at a Russian bathhouse. bathhouse and Scrooge McDuck is in money. And there was another one right before then that really made me laugh. Yeah, me too, but I don't remember who it was. I didn't write it down. Scrooge McDuck was really funny. Yeah, there's also Paul Rudd makes an appearance at Paul the Rudd. con. Uh, uh, in Ant He goes, you know, Aunt we were going to call it Aunt Man, and his power yeah. was going to be, he was very nice to Aunt. Yes. <laughs> uh, My Little Ponies show up. Uh, a lost boy shows up mm-hmm. and sees and recognizes Peter Pan. Like, You're so old. And he goes, "Oh my gosh!" And he goes, "Yeah, kid, death comes for us all." And I was like, "Gee, that made me laugh." Slash was very. Dark. It's a very. I would say there's like two or three parts that were kind of PG ish to me, but I would say overall, like overall, and I think again, if you've got some like of a them tween they can easily watch, and some this. of them are probably lines that like might yeah. fly by depending on the age. But uh, I was <laughs> there's very a part where Chip says, "I'm in hell." <laughs> that was oh yeah, that was one part I was kind of thrown back by, but it was very funny. I was really impressed because at one point Chip and Dale are under a table, and we just see a character's feet, and Ryan says, <laughs> "I think He-Man's that's He Man's feet. feet," and then it shows He Man and. Skeletor are like at a table together then, signing stuff. And then He-Man goes, there's something on my on my feet. And Skeletor's like, ah, you boob. Yes. Anytime if you go around not wearing... That's a pretty good Skeletor. I have to good, if you go yeah. around not wearing pants, any breeze will feel like this. You <laughs> it's know? really good. It's so funny. Uh, we saw a human cosplaying as Coco. So I think there's probably other yeah. humans cosplaying as Disney <laughs> characters in the movie, which would be fun to spot. I will say there was one guy with like a, a steampunk hat Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing him, seeing him walk by in every shot. Yeah. So it made it seem like the convention wasn't as. Big. I'm wondering if we see the same like three oh, people. Oh yeah. Around. But anyway. Uh, also, Pete. I can't remember who he was. He was Prince Jolly in yes. the Aladdin in the Aladdin bootleg, boot, which also followed up with a Jurassic Park reference. There's a lot of references. To, there's a Terminator Two reference. Uh, yeah, I wrote that. There's Terminator and Die Hard. You said. Yeah, there's a scene at the end that feels very like the end of kind Die of Hard. like Die Hard. Uh, also, there's the men's warehouse joke, which we got a really good kick out yeah. of. Uh, Peter, uh, Sweet Pete, is uh, when he's doing the actual process. He's about of changing. to bootleg Chip. Yeah, and he goes, "You're gonna, gonna love, love the, the way, way you look. look. I guarantee it." And Which, someone's like, you're not going to get away with this. And he goes, the men's warehouse reference? I think I already have. <laughs> like, Yeah. And for anyone, I can't, we've probably mentioned it on this podcast, but if we haven't, go look up Pete Holmes' men's warehouse <laughs> skit because it's great. It's one of our favorites. you in fine Italian. You're gonna, <laughs> I can guarantee this. Um, it's so good. But I want to look I, something up real quick. Oh, okay. Then I'll wait. Well, I'll talk about this. It wasn't we, written by, I don't know who these guys are who wrote it. Who it's wrote a, what? I was right. I was looking. Who wrote this this movie? It looks like people who wrote Crazy Ex Girlfriend and How I Met Your Mother, which makes a lot. of Oh, sense. that makes some sense. And then the other person wrote the the Doolittle movie, which was supposedly mm. bad. But anyway, this was not bad. So the other kind of mashup that I want to talk about is Sweet Pete gets transformed, gets bootlegged, uh, and he's a bunch of parts. And these are the parts we recognized. But listeners, if there's, I think there's one arm that we can't pinpoint point what its origin is he's got like a gun arm and he shoots these bullets that some of them have faces so it looked like it looked like um super mario like they look like bullet bills yeah but it wasn't quite a bullet bill because it was round it wasn't like it looked like a mad ball you remember mad balls no oh i'll have to show you some pictures of mad balls well and what was that 
character that um Mega Man? Yes. It the, it looked like a Mega Man arm, but it wasn't. But it wasn't blue. It wasn't. It, if it was Mega Man, it would have been that like really cool blue. Yeah, so uh, if any of you listeners know what specifically that's from, I would like to know There's that. There's a YouTube video that keeps getting suggested to me that's like all the references in Chippendale that I oh, didn't watch. Yeah. But. but what we saw was it's Woody's foot, it's Wreck It Ralph's arm. It's Sweet Pete's body, so it's his gut in the gold chain. And then it's Fat Cat's head, but Fat Cat has like a bow that reminded me of Yzma when she's the cat, but he it's eats not the birds Yzma. like yeah, Fat yeah, yeah. Cat, so I think it is supposed to be Fat Cat and it's from Rescue Optimus Rangers. it's Prime leg, it looked like. Yeah, Transformer leg, and then we just wrote gun arm. We're not entirely yeah. sure what that is. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention... And it's, it's horror... Uh, I will say... One thing this movie had going for it over Roger Abbott is there wasn't the terrifying ending. Yes. Uh, I will say um, there's a part of it that I found a little terrifying, but I don't want to like spoil that. Yeah. And it all resolves. Yeah. I feel like it all it all kind of resolves. But the other thing that we both really enjoyed, you can kind of hear it throughout. It, it comes in a couple times is there's this dramatic instrumental version of the theme song, <laughs> which is really good. Yeah. And the remix at the end, I was into it. Uh, who who did it? Let me... That was in the credits, yeah. and definitely don't skip the credits because the credits have a lot of like some of the cameos that we mentioned uh, are in the credits, and there's some fun movie posters you'll, and things like that. You'll know when it's actually over when it suggests you watch the the uh, actual the show. Actual show, yeah. Oh my Play god, that air. was that was Post Malone. Oh really? I like Post Malone way more. Anytime I've listened to him or seen him, I will tell you I don't like his face tattoos, but I've seen a lot of stuff where I'm like, he seems like an okay guy. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm As soon as I say this, I don't know anything out. about him. I just, I don't know why I have a, a thing against him, but you, I did you know, really like things. that one remix. Is his, one is his face tattoos, and two is there was a while where we oh, were, there was a commercial that was like, he got everyone together to a neighborhood bar. It's like, let's get back to bars. Oh, and you and I were right. like, no, let's keep wearing our masks. Yeah, it was like <laughs> during the shutdown. I feel like yeah. the commercial came a little too early. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, we are about 35 minutes in. I feel pretty good with where we are. Uh, yeah. Overall, this is definitely a watch. Yeah, it's definitely one that I would rewatch too. I think it was a lot of fun. It's it's one that I think all different ages, I think you could have fun with it. But especially if you're from kind of our era, you know, of nostalgia as far as like 80s and 90s go, mm -hmm. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Absolutely. So gang, just to get you up to date. So we're releasing this, this uh, episode. In a few weeks, we'll release Iron Giant. In a few weeks after that, we'll do Batman uh, Mask of the Phantasm. We plan on restarting the podcast uh, in August, still mm -hmm. doing the same Thursday releases. The only difference is we will be taking, kind of to give ourselves a break, the last week of every month off. Yeah, it kind of gets to be a lot recording and, mm -hmm. and editing back to back. So having that last week off gives us a little buffer. So this way, if we get behind on something, we have some time to catch up. Absolutely. we've we've I've gone over the schedule with Tara, we've got, you know, uh, you, you know mo all of the Disney movies all the way up to Encanto we'll be doing. Um, we're adding a few in there that are kind of, uh, you know, just extra fun ones. Some fun mini tales. So I'm really, really excited about some mini tales. The first mini tale we're doing, I am Don't not telling. I'm not going to spoil it because I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. Because my plan is the, the, when you will realize what it is when you watch it because I'm not I, I think this is a movie that I forgot existed it's a movie that was played often in my childhood mm. that I think fits for this and I think you will enjoy it 
Um, but we will be back. I believe our first one back is the Princess and the Frog. Yes, which we've already recorded, and it's delightful. And <laughs> it's a very good episode. Yes, but so next time you hear from us will be the Iron Giant. And yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Go check out Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, and we'll see you next time. All right, take care, listeners. Hey, this is Other Ryan. And Evan. And we wanted to tell you all about Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, we just saw the new movie, and we thought it was fan-freaking-tastic. True. I liked how they um they kind of mixed some of the cartoons with real-life objects. Yeah, it reminded me of Roger Rabbit a lot. Like mm-hmm. Real Roger Rabbit vibes, especially how they had, like, like, the cartoons were, like, working actors and stuff. Yeah. And they had their own little cartoon town. Got about that. Or at least cartoon-sized things. I thought it was really, really cool. I really liked that they worked in so many, like, deep-cut references to things. Yeah. How the, um, the, the the head detective guy, or whatever his position was, I'm pretty sure that was, a, like, a Gumby reference. Yeah. I remember watching two episodes of Gumby as I was a kid. Yeah. Well, when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I loved all the... Um, the little details, like when they go, spoiler alert, when they go to the plastic surgery-ish place that they had all the little parts from all these different cartoons that they couldn't show. They also didn't exclude to just Disney. They had tons of non-Disney people, like the Ugly Sonic. Oh, that. was so funny. Um, but the way that they structured it, I thought they captured a lot of the fun of Rescue Rangers, but it was obviously not the detective TV show. But again, they captured a lot of that detective fun. So. Yeah. Really cool to see. Really cool to grab uh, Easter eggs. You should watch an Easter egg video because there's really like 200 buried in there. It's yeah. fascinating. And original voices. True. Yeah, original voices. They got the guy who plays Skeletor to come back. Yeah, man. Oh, I forgot about the Skeletor. Well, Karen Ryan, thank y'all for watching this and thank y'all for doing your podcast. Yeah, thank you. Y'all have a good one. It's Ryan again. I can't stay away. i got to tell you more about Chip and Dale because I had some favorite parts. I also didn't want to crowd out my son on the phone. So, a few things that I thought were hilarious highlights that I did not expect. The uh, 3D animation as plastic surgery was an amazing, uh, hilarious take on animation style. The... um, way that they incorporated the lyrics from Little Mermaid into Flounders trying to talk his way out of things was wonderful. Um, the part, One of the parts that really, really got me was when they uh, first met Seth Rogen's dwarf character, and uh, he couldn't directly look at them, and they, they made the whole, like, the whole Uncanny Valley not-quite-good-enough computer animation was uh, one of the best shticks. I think the line, those Polar Express eyes, is what really set me off laughing where I could almost not breathe anymore. So those were, I think that combination of uh, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg bouncing off each other were a perfect, perfect uh, pairing. And that's one of those things I think captured that spirit of Chippendale where uh, the straight man and the and the silly guy, or the straight man and the goof, or whatever, 
Um, it's pretty hilarious. So those are wonderful. It made me really excited to see callbacks to old episodes and to see Fat Cat show up and to see them have the mad scientists. There's a lot of, you could tell a lot of love for the old uh, Disney Afternoon cartoon show, as there should be. Um, and with hopes, of course, that as the end teased, that maybe there will be more Disney Afternoon things to enjoy, like a Darkwing Duck show. Sad to see DuckTales wrap up so soon. But thank you guys. Thank you for your podcast. Join it. Wait to hear your uh, thoughts about the show and the movie. And talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at TRP Diaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Oh, my God.